Hi there, I'm Julia Wilson and I'm the Technical Director at Food Alert and an Environmental Health Officer. I'm here today to talk about allergens. Allergen cases are not new and I remember having friends at school back in the 80s who were allergic to milk. But I will always remember hearing about the case of a university student who died at her freshers ball when she was served an almond shortcake that was unfortunately only labelled as shortcake. Ever since hearing this tragic story, I have taken a keen interest in allergens and I hope that I have a small part in preventing these tragic incidents. In recent weeks, we have seen a worryingly high spike in allergen-related client cases, these being both near misses and confirmed allergic reactions experienced by customers. And I'm sure you will all have heard about some of the high-profile tragic cases that have hit the news recently. Since the introduction of the food information regulations in 2014, allergens have remained a hot topic and a major concern within the hospitality industry. Taking into consideration the ever-changing challenges and guest requests, it has never been more important to ensure that allergens are dealt with correctly following strict procedures. Food business operators must ensure that the food they provide is safe, taking into account the health sensitivities of consumers, for example those with allergies or intolerances. The Food Information Regulations control how a food business must legally give information to their customers about the food that they produce, sell and serve and the way that the information is provided. Furthermore, important changes to allergy labelling came in in October 2021 under Natasha's Law, where all food businesses in Great Britain have a duty to provide full ingredient lists on labelling pre-packed for direct sale foods, commonly known as PPDS. And this is food that is packed by a food business before being offered for sale by the same food business to the final consumer. Common foods that you might see are sandwiches, cakes, pies and salads. To comply with the food information regulations, a food business must know if any of the 14 allergens, as defined in the regulations, are used as ingredients or processing aids in the food that they provide, i.e. they are intentionally present in the food. This is so that they can provide accurate allergen information to consumers, enabling them to make safe customer choices. The 14 allergens are celery, cereals containing gluten, namely wheat, rye, barley and oats, crustaceans such as prawns, crabs and lobsters, eggs, fish, lupin, milk, mollusks such as mussels and oysters, mustard, nuts, namely almond, macadamia nuts, Brazil nuts, cashew nuts, pecan nuts and pistachio nuts, peanuts, sesame seeds, soybeans and sulfur dioxide. So how do we prevent allergy incidents? Post-COVID, the hospitality industry has seen a major shift in the availability and retention of staff. But despite this, it is essential that the whole team are aware of how to deal with allergens and allergy requests, and this must form part of their day one induction training. However, new and inexperienced team members are not best placed to deal with allergy requests. And we recommend that you create an in-house allergy expert. Sometimes these are known as allergen heroes, advocates or champions who are dedicated to day-to-day -day allergen inquiries. Allergy heroes should come from both front and back of house. And these employers might be managers or other experienced staff who are trained in in-house allergy procedures and who receive more frequent training and additional training so that they have an in-depth knowledge and understanding of how the business deals with allergens. New casual or seasonal staff can then report to them to handle allergy orders rather than taking on the requests themselves. 
Whilst these team members may be more experienced in handling allergen requests, it's really important that all staff are trained so that they are allergy aware and understand how the business manages these orders. Whilst the way in which businesses provide allergen information to customers can vary, for example, some might ask about allergens at the beginning of service or even prior to ordering or when a customer makes their booking, Others may put the onus back on their customers to advise them of their allergies. But it's important to have signposting on menus and menu boards so that customers are reminded to do this. Whatever the method, it is important that the in-house procedures are followed, orders are checked to ensure the ingredient in question is not present. A conversation with the customer is always important. And remember, it's not just sharing the allergy matrix. It's going through the allergy requests with the allergic person to make sure that they only order foods that are safe for them. And the person taking the order must be responsible for communication with the kitchen and ensure that the correct order goes out to the customer. You will have heard of allergy matrices where allergen information is stored. Allergen information must be easy to access with good version control of allergen matrices. And where there are multi-site businesses, there must be methods for confirming that the site has the latest allergy matrix. So I remember a case when the recipe was changed and a simple change from using a wafer to using a chocolate on top of an ice cream resulted in quite a severe allergic reaction. The lady ordered the ice cream because the information said that there was no gluten in it. But unfortunately, the chefs were using up the last of their wafers and popped the wafer on top. Because there was no information about it containing gluten, the lady ate the wafer, assuming it was gluten-free. Unfortunately, it wasn't a gluten-free wafer and she ended up having a very severe allergic reaction. This is why a conversation with the customer is always so important. And it is recommended that a manager or allergy hero is involved in the order too. Remember, just sharing the allergy matrix is not enough. You should go through the allergy requests with the allergic person to make sure that they only order foods that are safe for them and the person taking the order should be responsible for communication with the kitchen and ensure that the correct order goes out to the customer. Again, due to ongoing global events, many food and drink supply chains have been affected, resulting in businesses experiencing difficulties when trying to buy certain ingredients. Product substitutions where a similar ingredient is changed for another has become more common and this can have a detrimental effect on allergen control. There must be strict policies for ingredient supplier substitutes and policies for purchasing ingredients from shops. Create an approved and trusted supply chain and ensure you have an agreement with them on how to manage substitutions and allergens. Strive to request ingredient substitutions are only made with products containing the same allergens as the original product. If a substitution does contain an allergen, make sure that they are aware of the need to highlight this to you and how they would do this and then in turn ensure an amendment is made to your allergen matrices, either as a temporary measure or as a permanent change. Communicate the substitution with all staff, both friends and back of house before the start of the shift and ensure that managers and allergy heroes know what ingredients have been substituted. Ensure the correct information is communicated with your guests when taking an order. Remember, ensuring you have the correct allergy information is not a one-off exercise. You must make sure that your suppliers give you full information and if a supplier does fall short of your expectations, then you should act and delist them. It is only by having a great relationship with your suppliers that you can keep your customers safe.
So now we're just going to discuss some practical steps for allergen control. And this really needs to take place throughout the food chain, right from when you buy your foods through to when you serve them to your customers. So you could start with your menu and where possible, try and choose core ingredient items that are naturally free of allergens. If you buy in specialised items where possible, rather than making them on site, for example, buying gluten-free bread, then this minimises the risk of cross-contact. Have display notices advising customers to ask for information on allergens or signpost them to where this information is displayed. And if you are not certain that you can control cross-contact in your kitchen, additional warnings may be needed. So we've already discussed the importance of having a great relationship with your supplier. So what happens at delivery? You need to monitor the receiving of goods to check that they match those specifications and the allergens are clearly listed. Check the delivery and if you find that items containing allergens are damaged or open, the delivery should be rejected as this may present a contamination risk. And again, if substitutions are received, ensure allergen information is available and a system is in place to communicate this with your front and back of house. Storage. Ensure foods are labelled. Allergy ingredients should be stored separately where possible. And once opened, place them in clearly labelled sealed containers and store them below other foods. This is particularly important for dry goods such as flour, sesame and nuts and peanuts as the risk of contamination from these products is particularly high. We're all used to cleaning, but did you know that effective cleaning will also help to prevent allergen risks? You should use dishwashers to clean equipment where possible and if not, use the two-sink method for washing up. And before preparing any allergy-free dishes, have a two-stage clean consisting of a detergent sanitizer followed by a disinfectant or sanitizer, and follow the recommended concentration and contact times, just as you would to prevent cross-contamination from raw foods to ready-to-eat foods. Personal hygiene is also important and needs to be maintained at all times, and in particular, hand washing using soap and paper hand towels will remove allergens from your hands. Any protective clothing that becomes contaminated with an allergen should be changed and use single disposable aprons when making allergy orders. So on to preparation. The need to consider the potential for allergen cross-contact and how this can be eliminated or the customer informed of a risk when a customer makes a specific allergen request is really important. If you are unable to provide safe food or accurate information in relation to a specific allergy request, you shouldn't serve food to the customer and advise them so that they can make an informed choice. Avoiding cross-contact is so important. Designate a particular area for the preparation of allergy-free dishes or where this is not possible, ensure adequate cleaning is carried out between preparation. Some businesses use colour-coded equipment for the preparation of allergy-free dishes. This might include their knives, chopping boards. However, there may be other cross-contamination risks, so their use must be carefully considered with strict procedures in place. To assist with planning in the kitchen for group and advanced bookings, you should ask your customers if they suffer with any food allergies and identify the dishes that they won't be able to eat. Always ensure when the party arrives that you reiterate the allergies and make sure that the correct food is served to those with allergies. Chefs must follow set recipes at all times and sometimes chefs like to add their own secret ingredients but unfortunately for allergy sufferers those secret ingredients can be lethal. Use separate oil fryers where possible for example for gluten containing products and label them to reduce the risk of cross contact. Use designated cooking utensils where possible, such as frying pans, tongs and probes. And if you have fan ovens, cook allergen-free dishes separately to prevent cross-contact. And remember, foods that are sold pre-packed for direct sale must be fully labelled with allergens highlighted and emphasised on the list of ingredients. So finally, we move on to service. And the most important thing is to ensure that the allergy dish that has been prepared is served to the correct customer. 
You can use things like allergy flags, different coloured or shaped plates. I've even seen different shapes of pasta used, for example, for gluten-free pasta meals. Anything that can help to distinguish allergy orders. And remember, drinks can also contain allergens such as gluten, egg white, milk and sulphites. And they should be included in your allergy matrix and when a customer makes an allergy order. Even tiny amounts of allergens can result in severe reactions, so good controls are vital. Communication with your customers and between front and back of house is key. Designating allergy heroes who have an in-depth knowledge of allergens and procedures will mean that the rest of the team will know who to refer to when allergen queries are made and will provide a reassuring dialogue with customers with allergies that their allergies will be taken seriously. Foodalert can offer many solutions to assist you with allergen policies and procedures, including training and e-learning, allergy audits, food hygiene and coaching audits with an allergen focus, and software solutions. If you haven't already partnered with us, do give us a call on 0207 1900. And for our existing clients, you know you can always contact Advice Line or your account manager for advice. So thanks for listening and please do follow the Food Alert podcast for more episodes.